unless you wanna die. And you're never told to not do what you're told. You're never told to not do what you're told. Never told to not do what you're told. And 25 below, load is just too cold. Welcome to Bike Rides on the Radio. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm known to enjoy a good long bike ride and some good music from time to time. Please join me, and through the magic of radio and the power of imagination, we'll tie these two seemingly unrelated interests into one. Let the ride begin! probably the best one. Now, but if I cut myself open 
There's a million ways to die Should've left me way back Should've left me way back By the roadside It's a bitter taste Well, here we are, uh, riders and listeners. Kind of a strange time of day to be hearing from the Bike Ride Show on KMSU, I'd imagine, on your end for your experience. but uh, And it's a little weird for us as well. Um, Hank's in the studio. How you doing, Hank? Happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday, Dan. I'm uh, doing better, I would say. Yeah. Been on a little under the weather, have you? You sound a little... Yeah, we had a little of the COVID pass through the household, and uh, so I'm a week into it and should not be contagious at all anymore. Well, that's good. Um, uh, I'm, and you mentioned today that some of your taste is returning and your smell a little bit. After, yeah, I, uh, I definitely lost my sense of smell altogether. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Yep. yep, that is really unnerving. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> and, it, you wonder if it'll ever come back. Is probably it, it is coming back now. Yeah. It's uh, doing better, so that's good. That's good. <laughs> the irony of uh, remember the text I sent like you sent you last night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> the timing of that was impeccable. I don't know even what inspired me to do it, but I suppose I should let the. Riders and listeners in on the inside joke. We were, um, last night I was putting out a few, you know, I put out Christmas decorations, all of about five minutes worth of Christmas <laughs> decorations. But every year there's a little note in the tote that is the Christmas tote. And I, when I put all this stuff away um, in January, I, I leave myself a little note for the next year. And like in the past, it said something like, uh, in 2020, it said, so how'd that go for the election? <laughs> or, you know, things like that. So I'd see it in November again when I pull it out. And this year, <laughs> for some reason, I don't recall doing it. I don't know why I did it. You Maybe you were sick at the time or something, or I just thought, ah, I'm going to mess with Hank. But I wrote the note said, is Hank still alive? <laughs> and then when I pulled that out yesterday, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so then you sent me a picture of the note, and <laughs> I texted back, I am still alive. Yeah. And of course, then you had to call me to confirm, like, anybody could send a text saying I'm alive. I don't know who's hijacking your phone over there. You may be kidnapped. Something could be going desperately wrong. I don't know where that insight came from, but I'm glad you are alive and that uh, I was wrong in my Nostradamus yep. last year. That makes two of us. <laughs> Hey, what was the first song that we just heard here? Well, that was some Billy Idol. What? Yes, Billy Idol. And the song was Bitter Taste, which is kind of what I got going here. <laughs> Earl moment already, first minute of the show. Um, and it had a bike riding reference in it. Yep, yep, definitely. Uh, good song right yeah it's a little dark too so it fits the black friday theme absolutely yeah yeah and out of billy idol's normal lane you might say yes not something you might hear from him kind of hard and for the show i suppose what we'll, we can do up front here is we're going to kind of um, play a normal 
hour of what we do on the bike ride show. Me and Hank are just going to play music back and forth here that we, we've been gathering over the weeks. And, uh, and then in the second hour, I'm going to do something. Uh, we usually end up at one point taking a little break and replaying a, a, another show from another time or something. And this year, um, you know, it was November 6th, 2021, one year ago that we lost um, Mark uh, Halverson, otherwise known as Marconi Milk Toast. Um, the blues program DJ and programmer and uh, uh, I don't know, he was just a bigger than life figure sort of in Mankato there and um, he crashed on a beautiful November day on his motorcycle. He had a crash that, that took his life in Mankato and uh, and shortly after that happened that accident I, I put together a show of blues music uh, to honor uh, Mark and to help sort of process the loss a little bit so we'll revisit that show in the second hour today of bike rides and or, or yeah that's in the that's in the third hour third isn't hour? it Hank? yeah okay yeah, thanks Hank's Hank's uh, correcting me on my scheduling because uh, there is something before that, and Hank's joining for that as well. And we're gonna have a. Let me pull this album out, Hank, and it's it, this. This album's been in my collection. I'll talk about it a little bit more later, but it's called a documentary, John F. Kennedy, the presidential years, 1960 to 1963, and this is. Um, a really, really, really condensed version of those years because it's on one album. It's not even a double album, so it won't be real long. But this is a haunting album to me because I found this in when I was uh, first pulling out a record player when I was a kid in my parents' home. I found this in my parents' stack of records, you know, and I played it, and it just freaked me out, you know. Um, because I really didn't know. That was when I was coming of age, old enough to understand things a little bit as to what. And I'm like, what? This, this happened just before I was born. And um, so we'll play that um, in the second hour, uh, and maybe some fitting music for that as well. So now that we've got that straight, and then uh, then it's the blues program uh, so if you're looking for that it'd be at noon right hank if my math is right yes, I, yep. um, so at noon we'd be listening to the rerun of the blues program and then at one o'clock from one o'clock to three o'clock um, hank's gonna go home he his contract doesn't allow him to work full days in the bike ride studio it's a messy thing but he's he's got that yeah, I'm, I'm part-time yep so we got to let him go, and in those last couple hours, we'll get real dark. I usually pull out music that I'm is close to me and familiar. Um, in those times, like right now, we're going to be presenting music that both of us have discovered recently. But in, the, in those hours, I usually go to my own CD collection and my own albums and just sort of let the flow happen in those last couple hours. So that's what you're in for for the longest ride of the year, riders and listeners. Are you ready to get rolling with it? Uh, everybody should get a good stretch on, right? I assume they're, uh, everybody's carb-loaded, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would think. Yeah. I definitely am. I got a shout-out to my two daughters for sending over the Thanksgiving care package last night. You got the care pack. Oh, yeah. We got the whole 
whole meal, everything was just excellent. That's <laughs> I great. could taste some of it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're my heroes. Yeah, very nice of them to do that. I went to my brother's, and while we were expecting um, my nephew and his wife and their two wonderful kids, um, there was some illness in their family, and they had to call off. So me, my brother, and my sister-in-law, the three of us, had a 13-pound turkey <laughs> and all the fixings. And... My fridge is loaded with leftovers. It should last me the weekend. But one thing I'm feeling, Hank, is we need a bike ride, man. It's just yeah. last two weeks, I think I've had two bike rides, and that's not that's not going to cut it. Good so. ratio. Somebody might get hurt. I hey, might lose it. There's some beautiful weather happening out there this weekend. So. Isn't there, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, riders and listeners, if you've chosen to join us at KMSU on the Bike Ride Show for the longest ride of the year, we're going to reward you with some music, and uh, we should probably start doing that. Uh, I've got the next one ready, Hank. It's uh, of the album version, and this is off the stack of records that you brought for my recent birthday to me. And um, This one's Jesse Colony Young, otherwise known as JCY in text lingo. and this one's got some really cool lyrics that you're gonna really appreciate hank and i hope the writers and listeners do as well this is california cowboy he's a great pretender Sweet surrender, Lord, the ladies think he is cool. He's a guitar picking, finger licking fool. He's a country singer and a single swinger. Lord, he plays his music by the rules. He's a sunset cruiser, careful user of his tools. Now he- 
all these little cowboys They can't leave bad enough alone Boots came stardust. She soaked his shirt in tears. All the shit's out on the front lawn. It's the best he's felt in years. And now it's home on the rain. It's home on the dash Nowhere's where the heart is He just needs a place to crash And all these little cowboys Making the scene Suckers for a heartache. They sleep on sticks and stones. And all these little cowboys, they can't leave bad enough for long. And all these little cowboys, they can't leave bad enough. probably shouldn't make you go first since you're the one running the DJ and thing over there. Sorry, Hank. Uh, yeah. That's all right. Uh, 
That was a little Corey Brannon um, with all these little cowboys. Hey, Hank did a live radio Earl moment call right there. I backed up my Jesse Colin Young's California Cowboy with a cowboy song of his own. Yes, I guess we're kind of picking on those cowboys. A little bit, They yeah. picked on us last week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we owe them a kick in the rear. Um, I sure like that uh, Jesse Colin Young album. The whole thing's really good, Hank. Good, I, I, I need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And Corey Brennan, where did you discover this? Uh, um, I can't even say. Huh? Um you have any I just more? liked his sound. Oh yeah, we came up with that song "Last Man on Earth" by him, where he's um, he gets really loud. And he's like, you know, "Oh yeah, can I have everybody's attention?" <laughs> yeah, and then he just goes real mellow again. And yeah, I kind of led into that. I remember now. Okay, what do you have any more by him? I have one more I could play here. You want to do that? Let's. Let's go right into it, well, huh? Yes, we can. Sure, go for it. Yes, and this is this is uh, dark and haunting, but uh, very good song. It's called "Sweet Janine." Feels too real. My foot on this brake. My 
hands on this wheel But you're waving me over I can't help but feel I'm stepping away from my mind So I park my car Right there in the street I walk through the traffic Can't feel my feet Forget all about the afternoon heat Now I was burning with questions Sweet Janine What could all of this mean? Is it just a dream? Sit beside her, bewildered, get a peck on the cheek. She lifts up her hand before I can speak. She points to my car, the body goes weeks. I know she's pointing at me. And the cops and the ambulance, red and blue. Been all the king's horses, all the king's men. She takes my hand, so I take it all in. We split purple snow cone. Sweet Janine, I see just what you mean. It's always a dream. I see here. Captain laughs and tries 
understand the scheme of things. Just in time, the scene has changed. The bus is here. Bring the beer. Sherman's reading Shakespeare. Movie maker, booby shaker, and sexy airplane ticket taker. Union members, Leo founders, pride and joy. Electric toy. Teachers and learners, incense burners, religious leaders, chronic leaders, thieves and pirates on a ride. It's a hippie commune. Rock pop correspondents But Okies and Limeys Curtain climbers Stones and future dominoes And know which way the wind blows Stolen cola no one knows Shadow do, but it's still a shade Cause I love her and she loves me. Just myself and forty friends in the name of Cocker Power out here on a road.
Johnny was a young boy With nothing much except a sudden kind of look in his eye He was discovered one day You see he had a sudden kind of appeal For a sudden kind of guy Who gave him some advice on what to wear And sent him out to make the young girls cry And all the young boys who've been just dumb and restless Now they could identify So tell me who'll take the blame For the way things turned out Six long months passed and Johnny was the biggest thing alive We loved Johnny, we owned Johnny But no one knew how Johnny felt inside But Johnny was so beautiful, he was like a god We all went along for the ride And the ride Started to go too fast Johnny just conveniently died And he went up in flames He did what he had to do And they say it's a tragic story He just wasn't there one day But he went
Hank, you kind of claim that as your theme song, you said? Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's the song that got missed when I did my birthday show with the Johnny songs. That should have been on there. Like I said, that was kind of a more accurate depiction of me. That was great. You know, I'll be going out in a blaze of glory. Well, it's, and this is just one day he's not there. It's sort of like it ties all into that whole Christmas note and everything. Yeah, and now, it does. I'm, now I'm getting freaked out a little. So. Uh, and that's the you know the official Jackson of the bike ride show, Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson, yes, the official JJ. We call him sometimes when he's in the studio, um, messing around. So I love me some good old Joe Jackson and. Boy, Hank, uh, here goes almost the first hour of the longest ride of the year, just like that, right? Yeah, where'd it go? And my legs still feel strong, and the sunshine's hitting me in the eye as I ride. I, I think I'm doing all right. How about you? Yeah, doing okay. Riders and um, listeners, how are you on this Black Friday? Have you been out throwing elbows in the turnstiles of the gross- of the uh, of the retail stores, or... Um, or did you choose to stay home and did your Christmas shop and all year round like I do now? Well, they're out there trying to buy sunshine over the counter, like <laughs> that was <laughs> like the last song that we heard from um nice tie in by the way, Hank, from Madison Cunningham with Sunshine Over the Counter. And um and before that was almost a like sounding um person with uh Lucinda Williams, Hank, off your album. Yes, big rotator. I do really like her and her sound. And that was straight up vinyl for you, a brand new double platter album that Hank picked up uh, when Lucinda played at the Paramount Theater here in Austin this fall. Yep, before that, uh, we brought out some Leon Russell with the Ballad of Mad Dog and Englishman. Uh, before we finish this show today, I got to try to figure out. I know we've played that song by somebody else. I just can't yeah. remember who, and I don't know who the original is either. But it could very well be Leon Russell. But mm-hmm. and started that big set with uh, some more Corey Brannon and Sweet Janine. Yeah, there's a couple in a row from Corey there from Hank during the first hour of the show good stuff uh enjoying the ride a lot um i mentioned earlier that during the second hour we're going to be doing something completely differently here um before we get to that i want to let the riders know you're listening to the bike rides on the radio show at dansbikerides.com you can get more bike rides if you'd like and um it's also available by podcast and this five hour show will be up there on the website and the podcast um I would imagine I might have it up this weekend yet. If you want to catch it again or send it to a friend or or not, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's uh, all possible. Yeah. Uh, so as we turn the corner here, Hank, it's been 59 years on November 22nd, 1963, when John F. Kennedy was killed. And... There's some, including uh, Bob Dylan, who feel that uh, that was the moment when, like, America took a wrong turn. 
but that yeah. was the defining moment. Yeah, he mentions in his song that the age of the Antichrist has just begun. Yeah, and we'll be hearing that. Um, Bob Dylan's, uh, what is the name of the song? Murder Most Foul, that's right. Mm-hmm. Off of the CD out, well, it's been, well, it came out in 2020. I remember that well. Uh, Almost. So this, Go ahead. Most excellent CD and yeah. a most excellent song. Yeah, so we'll be hearing that at the end. Uh, we'll go. We'll cut right to it cold. So, uh, but we're gonna listen to this double album set. I imagine I don't know how long it is. It might take us a half hour to get through or something, and then you'll hear some music um, after it. But this album, um, as I mentioned in the first hour, is I found it in my parents record collection there Uh, when I first started playing records when I first got you know I pulled out a record player and I was throwing anything on that we had you know I was listening to some folk music from the 50s and stuff that my parents had some records lying around and this happened to be one of them the documentary uh, John F. Kennedy um, the presidential years 1960 to 1963 I'll read the first paragraph of the description. On Friday, November 22nd, 1963, an entire world came to a shocked halt at 1.30 p.m. when word of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy was flashed around the globe by radio, television, news, wires, and telephone. Um, and it goes on to describe that, but I think it's easier just to play it at that at this point to to hear it best and um kind of looks like we're we made it right up to the top of the hour here hank so just before we hit the start button on the old turntable how about you give us a station id yes you're listening to kmsu 89.7 fm the maverick on the campus of minnesota state university in mankato minnesota and 91.3 fm kmsk the Lion, from the Bike Rides Basement Studio in Austin, Minnesota, our hometown. July 1960. John Fitzgerald Kennedy accepts the Democratic nomination for the office of President of the United States of America. And I can assure all of you here who have reposed this confidence in me that I will be worthy of your trust. We will carry the fight to the people in the fall and we shall win. October 1960, campaigning in New York City. Abraham Lincoln said in the election of 1860 that this nation cannot exist half slave and half free. I don't think in the long run the world can exist half slave and half free. And whether it moves in the direction of slavery, whether it moves in the direction of the communists, or whether it moves in the direction of freedom, will depend in the final analysis upon us, upon our vigor, upon our energy, 
upon our determination. And on that basis, on our commitment to build a strong country in a free world, I come to New York City on the steps of this old city hall and ask your support. November 1960, John F. Kennedy is elected president. I ask your help in this effort, and I can assure you that uh, every degree of mind and spirit that I possess will be devoted to the long-range interests of the United States and to the cause of freedom around the world. So now uh, my wife and I prepare for a new administration and uh, for a new baby. Thank you. <laughs> January 1961. Mr. Kennedy is sworn in as the 35th President of the United States. You, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, do solemnly swear. I, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, do solemnly swear. That you will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of your ability, and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans born in this century, tempered by war, disciplined by a hard and bitter peace, proud of our ancient heritage, and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. Let every nation know whether it wishes us well or ill that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. This much we pledge and more. To those old allies, whose cultural and spiritual origins we share, we pledge the loyalty of faithful friends. To those new states whom we welcome to the ranks of the free, we pledge our word that one form of colonial control shall not have passed away merely to be replaced by a far more iron tyranny we shall not always expect to find them supporting our view, but we shall always hope to find them strongly supporting their own freedom. Finally, to those nations 
who would make themselves our adversary. We offer not a pledge, but a request that both sides begin anew the quest for peace. Remembering on both sides that civility is not a sign of weakness and sincerity is always subject to proof. Let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. Later, in January 1961, the address to Congress on the State of the Union. Our greatest challenge is still the world that lies beyond the Cold War. But the first great obstacle is still our relations with the Soviet Union and Communist China. We must never be lulled into believing that either power has yielded its ambitions for world domination, ambitions which they forcefully restated only a short time ago. On the contrary, our task is to convince them that aggression and subversion will not be profitable routes to pursue these ends. Open and peaceful competition for prestige, for markets, for scientific achievements, even for men's minds, is something else again. For if freedom and communism were to compete for man's allegiance in a world at peace, I would look to the future with ever-increasing confidence. On the presidential coat of arms, the American eagle holds in his right talon the olive branch, while in his left he holds a bundle of arrows. We intend to give equal attention to both. We must increase our support of the United Nations as an instrument to end the Cold War instead of an arena in which to fight it. In recognition of its increasing importance and the doubling of its membership, we are enlarging and strengthening our own mission to the UN. We shall help ensure that it is properly financed. We shall work to see that the integrity of the office of the Secretary General is maintained. Life in 1961 will not be easy. Wishing it, predicting it, even asking for it, will not make it so. There will be further setbacks before the tide is turned, but turn it we must. The hopes of all mankind rest upon us, not simply upon those of us in this chamber, but upon the peasant in Laos, the fisherman in Nigeria, the exile from Cuba, the spirit that moves every man and nation who shares our hope for freedom and the future. And in the final analysis, they rest most of all upon the pride and perseverance of our fellow citizens of the great republic. In the words of a great president, whose birthday we honor today, closing his final State of the Union message 16 years ago, 
we pray that we may be worthy of the unlimited opportunities that God has given us. February 1961. President Kennedy addresses a prayer breakfast in the nation's capital. Let us go forth to lead this land that we love, joining in the prayer of General George Washington in 1783, that God would have you in his holy protection, that he would incline the hearts of the citizens to entertain a brotherly love and affection one for another, and finally, that he would most graciously be pleased to dispose us all to do justice, to love mercy, and to demean ourselves with the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion, without an humble imitation of whose example we can never hope to be a happy nation. The guiding principle and prayer of this nation has been, is now, and shall ever be, in God we trust. Thank you. May 27, 1961. So I go to Khrushchev in Vienna. I will be heard. I see value in talking to those with whom we're allies. But I also think it valuable at a time when both sides possess weapons of mutual destruction and annihilation. I think it's also valuable that there should be understanding and communication and a firm realization of what we believe. So I go see Mr. Khrushchev in Vienna. I carry with me a message which is written on one of our statues by a distinguished and vigorous New Englander, William Lloyd Garrison. I am in earnest. I will not equivocate. I will not excuse. I will not retreat a single inch, and I will be heard. July 1961, President Kennedy reports to the nation on Berlin. It would be a mistake for others to look upon Berlin because of its location as a tempting target. The United States is there. The United Kingdom and France are there. The Pledge of NATO is there. And the people of Berlin are there. It is as secure in that sense as the rest of us for we cannot separate its safety from our own. The solemn vow we each of us gave to West Berlin in time of peace will not be broken in time of danger. If we do not meet our commitments to Berlin, where will we later stand? If we are not true to our word there, all that we have achieved in collective security which relies on these words will mean nothing. And if there is one path above all others to war, it is the path of weakness and disunity. To sum it all up, we seek peace, but we shall not surrender. That is the central meaning of this crisis and the meaning of this government's policy. With your help and the help of other free men, this crisis can be surmounted. Freedom can prevail and peace can endure. September 1961, an address before the United Nations in New York. We meet here in an hour 
of grief and challenge. Dag Hammarskjöld is dead. So let us here resolve that Dag Hammarskjöld did not live or die in vain. Let us call a truce to terror. However difficult it may be to fill Mr. Hammarskjöld's place, it can better be filled by one man rather than by three. Even the three horses of the Troika did not have three drivers, all going in different directions. To permit each great power to decide its own case would entrench the Cold War in the headquarters of peace. Whatever advantages such a plan may hold out to my own country, as one of the great powers, we reject it. Every man, woman, and child lives under a nuclear sword of Damocles, hanging by the slenderest of threads, capable of being cut at any moment by accident or miscalculation or by madness. The weapons of war must be abolished before they abolish us. November 2nd, 1961. The President discusses nuclear tests. In terms of total military strength, the United States would not trade places with any nation on Earth. We have taken major steps in the past months to maintain our lead, and we do not propose to lose it. Secondly, the United States does not find it necessary to explode 50 megaton nuclear devices to confirm that we have many times more nuclear power than any other nation on Earth, and that these capabilities are so deployed so as to survive any sneak attack and thus enable us to devastate any nation which initiates a nuclear attack on the United States or its allies. It is essential to the defense of the free world that we maintain this relative position. In view of the Soviet action, it will be the policy of the United States to proceed in developing nuclear weapons to maintain this superior capability for the defense of the free world against any aggressor. No nuclear test in the atmosphere will be undertaken as the Soviet Union has done for so-called psychological or political reasons. But should such tests be deemed necessary to maintain our responsibilities for free world security, in the light of our evaluation of Soviet tests, they will be undertaken only to the degree that the orderly and essential scientific development of new weapons has reached a point where effective progress is not possible without such tests, and only within limits that restrict the fallout from such tests to an absolute minimum. In the meantime, as a matter of prudence, we shall make necessary preparations for such tests so as to be ready in case it becomes necessary to conduct them. In spite of the evidence which shows very clearly that the Soviet Union was preparing its own tests while pretending to negotiate their cessation at Geneva, the United States maintains its determination 
to achieve a world free from the fear of nuclear tests and nuclear war. We will continue to be ready to sign the nuclear test treaty, which provides for adequate inspection and control. The facts necessary for such a treaty are all evident. The argument on both sides have all been made. A draft is on the table, and our negotiators are ready to meet. November 11th, 1961. At the tomb of the unknown soldier, Arlington National Cemetery, Arlington, Virginia. There is no way to maintain the frontiers of freedom without cost and commitment and risk. There is no swift and easy path to peace in our generation. No man who witnessed the tragedies of the last war, no man who can imagine the unimaginable possibility of the next war can advocate war out of irritability or frustration or impatience. But let no nation confuse our perseverance and patience with fear of war or unwillingness to meet our responsibilities. We cannot save ourselves by abandoning those who are associated with us or rejecting our responsibilities. In the end, the only way to maintain the peace is to be prepared in the final extreme to fight for our country and to mean it. April 1962. The steel situation is discussed at a presidential press conference. The simultaneous and identical actions of United States Steel and other leading steel corporations increasing steel prices by some $6 a ton constitute a wholly unjustifiable and irresponsible defiance of the public interest. In this serious hour in our nation's history, when we are confronted with grave crises in Berlin and Southeast Asia, when we are devoting our energies to economic recovery and stability, when we are asking reservists to leave their homes and families for months on end, and servicemen to risk their lives, and four were killed in the last two days in Vietnam, and asking union members to hold down their wage requests at a time when restraint and sacrifice are being asked of every citizen, the American people will find it hard, as I do, to accept a situation in which a tiny handful of steel executives whose pursuit of private power and profit exceeds their sense of public responsibility can show such utter contempt for the interests of 185 million Americans. If this rise in the cost of steel is imitated by the rest of the industry instead of rescinded, it would increase the cost of homes, autos, appliances, and most other items for every American family. It would increase the cost of machinery and tools to every American businessman and farmer. It would seriously handicap our efforts to prevent an inflationary spiral from eating up the pensions of our older citizens and our new gains in purchasing power. June 1962, President Kennedy speaks at the Yale graduation.
It might be said now that I have the best of both worlds, a Harvard education and a Yale degree. <laughs> I am particularly glad to become a Yale man because as I think about my troubles, I find that a lot of them have come from other Yale men. <laughs> it is true and of high importance that the prosperity of this country depends on the assurance that all major elements within it will live up to their responsibilities. If business were to neglect its obligations to the public, if labor will be blind to all public responsibility, above all, if government were to abandon its obvious and statutory duty of watchful concern for our economic health, if any of these things should happen, then confidence might well be weakened and the danger of stagnation would increase. This is the true issue of confidence. And we are at the halfway point. We've reached the end of side one of the documentary of John F. Kennedy, the presidential years. And just before the serious note, he had a little comedy skit almost, it sounded like, with the Yale and the Harvard jokes. Yeah. It's Funny how they only have, you know, so much room to cover two years of JFK's most historical presidency and modern history, and they, st they throw in some jokes about... <laughs> Let's keep it interesting, though. It's yeah. Weird how that translates, uh, you know, the times we live in now with global inflation, yeah, and the prices. Um, the same bad actors. Yeah. We needed a free Berlin. Well, now we need a free Ukraine. Exactly. And he said, uh, if we're not going to hold the line in Berlin against the enemy... Where will we hold it? And that was um, the stuff that I, I must have been, Hank, I think I was five years old or less when I wow. first threw that on and was wondering, I just was like, what the heck is this? And then as I got older, I listened to it a few more times. And then it has sat in my record collection here in this house for 25 years until we finally got a turntable here in the studio yeah. to play this. So we're going through the documentary here in this hour. And uh, it's taken longer than I thought it would. Um, but that's okay. We're just going to take whatever amount of time it takes here. And uh, if you want to entertain the writers and listeners, Hank, while well, I flip the platter. Yeah, go ahead and make the flip there. Uh, it just makes, makes you wonder uh, when you... Uh, don't follow history in that or you tend to forget history then you are doomed to repeat it that's exactly what the old adage is and well it's uh, quite it's never been quite so apparent to me as listening to this as that the problems are much the same and it'd be nice if we could just get past them okay hank we got side two queued up here let's get to it right here's more JFK, the presidential years.
October 1962. Another crisis, Cuba and the missiles. This government, as promised, has maintained the closest surveillance of the Soviet military buildup on the island of Cuba. Within the past week, unmistakable evidence has established the fact that a series of offensive missile sites is now in preparation on that imprisoned island. The purpose of these bases can be none other than to provide a nuclear strike capability against the Western Hemisphere. The characteristic of these new missile sites indicate two distinct types of installations. Several of them include medium-range ballistic missiles capable of carrying a nuclear warhead for a distance of more than 1,000 nautical miles. Each of these missiles, in short, is capable of striking Washington, D.C., the Panama Canal, Cape Canaveral, Mexico City, or any other city in the southeastern part of the United States, in Central America, or in the Caribbean area. Additional sites not yet completed appear to be designed for intermediate range ballistic missiles capable of traveling more than twice as far and thus capable of striking most of the major cities in the Western Hemisphere. This urgent transformation of Cuba into an important strategic base by the presence of these large, long-range and clearly offensive weapons of sudden mass destruction constitutes an explicit threat to the peace and security of all the Americas. Soviet government publicly stated on September 11th that, and I quote, the armaments and military equipment sent to Cuba are designed exclusively for defensive purposes, unquote. That there is, and I quote the Soviet government, there is no need for the Soviet government to shift its weapons for a retaliatory blow to any other country, for instance, Cuba, unquote. And that, and I quote the government, the Soviet Union has so powerful rockets to carry these nuclear warheads that there is no need to search for sites for them beyond the boundaries of the Soviet Union, unquote. That statement was false. Only last Thursday, as evidence of this rapid offensive buildup was already in my hand, Soviet Foreign Minister Gromyko told me in my office that he was instructed to make it clear once again, as he said his government had already done, that Soviet assistance to Cuba, and I quote, pursued solely the purpose of contributing to the defense capabilities of Cuba, unquote. That, and I quote him, training by Soviet specialists of Cuban nationals in handling defensive armaments was by no means offensive. And that if it were otherwise, Mr. Gamico went on, the Soviet government would never become involved in rendering such assistance, unquote. That statement also was false. The 1930s taught us a clear lesson. Aggressive conduct, if allowed to go unchecked and unchallenged, ultimately leads to war. This nation is opposed to war. We are also true to our word. Our unswerving objective, therefore, must be to prevent the use of these missiles against this or any other country and to secure their withdrawal or elimination from the Western Hemisphere. Acting, therefore, in the defense of our own security and of the entire Western Hemisphere and under the authority entrusted to me by the Constitution, 
as endorsed by the resolution of the Congress, I have directed that the following initial steps be taken immediately. To halt this offensive buildup, a strict quarantine on all offensive military equipment under shipment to Cuba is being initiated. All ships of any kind bound for Cuba, from whatever nation or port, will if found to contain cargoes of offensive weapons be turned back. This quarantine will be extended if needed to other types of cargo and carriers. It shall be the policy of this nation to regard any nuclear missile launched from Cuba against any nation in the Western Hemisphere as an attack by the Soviet Union on the United States, requiring a full retaliatory response upon the Soviet Union. I call upon Chairman Khrushchev to haul and eliminate this clandestine, reckless, and provocative threat to world peace. Let no one doubt that this is a difficult and dangerous effort on which we have set out. No one can foresee precisely what course it will take or what costs or casualties will be incurred. The cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. And one path we shall never choose, and that is the path of surrender or submission. November 15, 1962. Equal jobs, opportunities, a firm stand. There are too many areas of our country where there isn't equal opportunity, where people aren't adequately paid, where they work too long, where their rights are not guaranteed. And as long as that's true, there's a need for the American labor movement. So that I ask you today to join in an old cause and a new one. And that is to make sure that in the ranks of labor, labor itself practices what it preaches. This is true of labor. It must be true of all of us. It must be true of the national government. We must make sure that in our employment practices, in the national government, in all grades, that we practice what we preach, that we make it possible not only to permit uh, equal opportunity, but also to encourage it to uh, not to merely treat all those who apply to us equally, but to make sure that we invite and encourage and stimulate equal opportunity. That requires some work. February 7th, 1963. Another prayer breakfast and another message. You and I are charged with obligations to serve the great republic in years of great crisis. The problems we face are complex, the pressures are immense, and both the perils and the opportunities are greater than any nation ever faced. In such a time, the limits of mere human endeavor become more apparent than ever. We cannot depend solely on our material wealth, on our military might, or on our intellectual skill or physical courage to see us safely through the seas that we must sail in the months and years to come. Along with all of these, we need faith. We need the faith which our first settlers crossed the sea to carve out a state in the wilderness, a mission they said in the Pilgrim's Compact, the Mayflower Compact, undertaken for the glory of God. We need the faith with which our founding fathers proudly proclaimed the independence of this country to what seemed at that time an almost hopeless struggle, pledging their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence.
Later that same day, President Kennedy again discusses Cuba and a still greater crisis. We cannot base the issue of war and peace on a rumor or report, now as, which is not substantiated, or which uh, some member of Congress refuses to tell us where he heard it. This uh, issue involves a very definitely war and peace. And uh, when you talk about the presence of offensive weapons there, if they are there, I think the Soviet Union is aware, and Cuba is aware, that we would be back where we were in October, but in a far more concentrated way. Now, if you're talking about the, that, and the talking about uh, the kind of actions which would come from that, it seems to me we ought to know what we're talking about. Now, it may be that there are, uh, hidden away, some missiles. Nobody can prove that they're, in the finite sense, that they're not there, or they might be brought in. But they're going to have to be erected. And uh, we uh, continue complete surveillance. They have to be moved. They have to be put onto pads. They have to be prepared to fire. And uh, quite obviously, if the Soviet Union did that, it would indicate that they were prepared to take the chance of a, another great encounter between us with all the dangers. Now, they had those missiles on the pads, and they withdrew them. So the United States is not powerless in the area of Cuba. But I do think we should keep our heads and uh, attempt to uh, use the best information we have. We've got, uh, I think, as Secretary McNamara demonstrated, we're taking the greatest pains to try to be accurate. But uh, we have to deal with facts as we know them and not merely rumors and speculation. Now, as I say, these things may all come about, and we may find ourselves again with the Soviet Union toe-to-toe. Uh, -to -toe. But we ought to know what we uh, have in our hands before we bring the United States and ask our allies to come with us to the brink again. May 5th, 1963 the American labor movement. I am astonished, as President of the United States, with some understanding of the problems that this country faces in the 60s, to see how difficult it is for us to pass assistance to education so that your children and the children of fellow Americans can go to college in 1970. I'm astonished that it's so difficult for us to provide transit so our workers and our people can go to work I'm astonished that it's so difficult for us to provide in the 1960s assistance for our youth who are out of work, who are pouring into our labor markets. The fact of the matter is that the problems are not so dangerous as they were in the 1960s, but they're still with us. I don't think that any American can be satisfied to find in McDowell County in West Virginia, 25% of the people of that county out of work, not for six weeks, for 12 weeks, but for a year, two, three, or four years. So I'm very conscious as president of this country that this is a rich and prosperous and growing country. But I do think that we have an obligation to those who have not shared in that prosperity, those who may find fault with the American labor movement today in the United States, as they find fault with so many things in this country, need only look abroad in Latin America, in Europe, in all parts of the world, and see labor unions controlled either by the communists or by the government or no labor unions. And when they find either one of those three conditions, they find inevitably poverty or totalitarianism. And therefore, I think it's a fair judgment to make that a free, active, progressive trade union movement stands for a free, active, progressive country. And that's the kind of country And that's the kind of country I'm proud to be president of. Thank you.
May 8th, 1963, Birmingham. I'm gratified to note the progress in the efforts by white and Negro citizens to end an ugly situation in Birmingham, Alabama. I've made it clear since assuming the presidency that I would use all available means to protect human rights and uphold the law of the land. Through mediation and persuasion, and where that effort has failed, through lawsuits and court actions, we have attempted to meet our responsibilities in this most difficult field where federal court orders have been circumvented, ignored, or violated. We have committed all the power of the federal government to ensure respect and obedience of court decisions and the law of the land. In the city of Birmingham, the Department of Justice some time ago instituted an investigation into voting discrimination. It supported in the Supreme Court an attack on the city's segregation ordinances. We have, in addition, been watching the present controversy to detect any violation of the federal civil rights or other statutes. In the absence of such violation or any other federal jurisdiction, our efforts have been focused on getting both sides together to settle in a peaceful fashion. The very real abuses too long inflicted on the Negro citizens of that community. Assistant Attorney General Burke Marshall, representing the Attorney General and myself on the scene, has made every possible effort to hold a spectacle which was seriously damaging the reputation of both Birmingham and the country. Today, as the result of responsible efforts on the part of both white and Negro leaders, over the last 72 hours, the business community of Birmingham has responded in a constructive and commendable fashion and pledged that substantial steps would begin to meet the justifiable needs of the Negro community. Negro leaders have announced suspension of their demonstration. And when the newly elected mayor, who has indicated his desire to resolve these problems, takes office, the city of Birmingham has committed itself wholeheartedly to continuing progress in this area. While much remains to be settled before the situation can be termed satisfactory, we can hope that tensions will ease and that this case history, which has so far only narrowly avoided widespread violence and fatalities, will remind every state, every community, and every citizen how urgent it is that all bars to equal opportunity and treatment be removed as promptly as possible. I urge the local leaders of Birmingham, both white and Negro, to continue their constructive and cooperative efforts. November 22nd, 1963. President Kennedy's final address, Fort Worth, Texas. We would like to live uh, as we once lived, but history will not permit it. The communist balance of power is still uh, strong. The balance of power is still on the side of freedom. We are still the keystone in the arts of freedom. And I think we'll continue to do as we have done in our past, our duty. I'm confident as I look uh, to the future that our chances for security, our chances for peace are better than they've been in the past. And the reason is because we're stronger. And with that strength is a determination 
to not only maintain the peace, but also the vital interests of the United States. To that great cause, Texas and the United States are committed. Thank you. On November 22, 1963, while en route to the Dallas Trade Center, John Fitzgerald Kennedy was shot and killed by an assassin's bullet. Perhaps no other words more adequately state the credo of our 35th president than those which were to conclude that speech. We in this country, in this generation, are by destiny rather than choice the watchmen on the walls of world freedom. We ask, therefore, that we may be worthy of our power and responsibility, that we may exercise our strength with wisdom and restraint, and that we may achieve in our time and for all time the ancient vision of peace on earth, goodwill toward men. That must always be our goal, and the righteousness of our cause must always underlie our strength. For as was written long ago, except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It was a dark day in Dallas, November 63, a day that would live on in infamy. President Kennedy was a right line, good day to be living and a good day to die. He led to the slaughter like a sacrificial lamb. He said, wait a minute, boys, you know who I am. Of course we do, we know who you are. Then they blew off his head while he was still in the car. Shot down like a dog in broad daylight. It was a matter of timing and the timing was right. You got unpaid debts, we've come to collect. We're gonna kill you with hatred without any respect. We'll mock you and shock you, and we'll put it in your face. We've already got someone here to take your place. The day they blew out the brains of the king, thousands were watching, no one saw a thing. It happened so quickly, so quick by surprise. Right there in front of everyone's eyes Greatest magic trick ever under the sun Perfectly executed, skillfully done Wolfman, oh wolfman, oh wolfman, how Rub-a-dub-dub, it's a murder most foul 
Hush, little children, you'll understand. The Beatles are coming, they're gonna hold your hand. Slide down the banister, go get your coat. Ferry across the messy and go for the throne. There's three bumps coming all dressed in rags. Pick up the pieces and lower the flags. I'm going to Woodstock, it's the Aquarian age. Then I'll go over to Altamont and sit near the stage. Put your head out the window, let the good times roll. There's a party going on behind the grassy knoll. Stack up the bricks, pour the cement. Don't say Dallas don't love you, Mr. President. Put your foot in the tank and let's step on the gas. Try to make it to the triple underpass. Black face singer, white face clown. Better not show your faces after the sun goes down. I'm in the red light district, like a cop on the beach. Living in a nightmare on Elm Street. When you're down on New Bellum, put your money in your shoe. Don't ask what your country can do for you. Cash on the ballad, money to burn. Dilly Plaza, make a left-hand turn I'm going down to the crossroads, gonna flag a ride The place where faith, hope and charity died Shoot him while he runs, boy, shoot him while you can See if you can shoot the invisible man Goodbye, Charlie. Goodbye, Uncle Sam. Frankly, my scholar, I don't give a damn. What is the truth? Where did it go? Ask Oswald and Ruby, they ought to know. Shut your mouth, say the last old owl. Business is business, and it's a murder most found. Tommy, can you hear me? I'm the Acid Queen. I'm riding in a long black Lincoln limousine Riding in the back seat next to my wife Heading straight on into the afterlife I'm leaning to the left and got my head in a lap Oh Lord, I've been led into some kind of a trap Well, we ask no quarter, no quarter do we give We're right down the street From the street where you live 
They mutilated his body and they took out his brain. What more could they do? They piled on the pain. But his soul was not there where it was supposed to be at. For the last 50 years, they've been searching for that. Freedom, oh freedom, freedom over me. I hate to tell you, mister, but only dead men are free. Send me some love, tell me no lie. Throw the gun in the gutter and walk on by. Wake up, little Susie, let's go for a drive. Cross the Trinity River, let's keep hope alive. Turn the radio on, don't touch the dials. Parkland Hospital, only six more miles. You got me dizzy, Miss Lizzie, you fill me with lead. That magic bullet of yours has gone on my head. I'm just a Patsy like Patsy Klein. Never shot anyone from in front or behind. Got blood in my eye, got blood in my ear. I'm never gonna make it to the new frontier. Zubitus film I've seen like before. Seen it 33 times, maybe more It's vile and deceitful, it's cruel and it's mean Ugliest thing that you ever have seen They killed him once and they killed him twice Killed him like a human sacrifice The day that they killed him, someone said to me, son, the age of the Antichrist has just only begun. Air Force One coming in through the gate. Johnson sworn in at 2.38. Let me know when you decide to throw in the towel. It is what it is, and it's murder most foul. What's new, pussycat? What do I say? I said the soul of a nation will turn away. And it's beginning to go into a slow decay And that it's 36 hours past Judgment Day Wolfman Jack He's speaking in tongues He's going on and on and on At the top of his lungs 
Play me a song, Mr. Wolfman Jack Play it for me in my long Cadillac Play me that only the good die young Take me to the place Tom Dooley was hung They say James Infirmary in the court of King James If you want to remember, you better write down the names Play it at James too, play it rather go blind Play it for the man with a telepathic mind Play John Lee Hooker, play scratch my back Play it for that strip club owner named Jack Guitar slim going down slow Play it for me and for Marilyn Monroe Play please don't let me be misunderstood Play it for the first lady she ain't feeling too good Play Don Henley, play Glenn Fry. Take it to the limit and let it go by. Play it for Cow Wilson too. Looking far, far away down Gower Avenue. Play tragedy, play twilight time. Take me back to Tulsa to the scene of the crime. Play another one and another one bites the dust. Play the old rugged cross, and in God we trust Ride the pink horse down that long lonesome road Stand there and wait for his head to explode Play mystery train for Mr. Mystery The man who fell down dead like a rootless tree Play it for the reverend, play it for the pastor Play it for the dog that got no master Play Oscar Peterson, play Stan Getz, play Blue Sky, play Dickie Betts. Play Art Pepper, Thelonious Monk, Charlie Parker, and all of that junk. All that junk and all of that jazz. Play something for the Birdman of Alcatraz Play Buster Keaton Play Harry Lloyd Play Bugsy Seagull Play Birdie Boy Floyd Play the numbers Play the odds Play Cry Me a River For the Lord of the Gods Play number nine, play number six Play it for Nancy and Stevie Nicks Play Nat King Cole, play Nature Boy Play down in the boondocks for Terry Malloy Play it happen one night at one night of sin There's 12 million souls that are listening in 
Play merchant of Venice, play merchants of death. Play Stella by Starlight for Lady Macbeth. Don't worry, Mr. President. Help's on the way. Your brothers are coming. There'll be hell to pay. Brothers, what brothers? What's this about hell? Tell them we're waiting, keep coming. We'll get them as well. Love Field is where his plane touched down. But it never did get back up off the ground. It was a hard act to follow. Second to none. They killed him on the altar of the rising sun. It ain't misty for me And that old devil moon Play anything goes And Memphis in June Play lonely at the top And lonely at the brave Play it for Houdini Spinning around his grave Play Jelly Roll Morton Play Lucille Play deep in a dream and play driving wheel. Play bootlight Sonata in F sharp. And the key to the highway for the king of the heart. Play marching through Georgia in Dunbarton Strokes. Play darkness and death will come when it comes. They love me or leave me by the great bird town Play the bloodstained banner, play murder most foul You're listening to KMSU 89.7 FM, The Maverick, on the campus of Minnesota State University in Mankato, Minnesota. And 91.3 FM, KMSK, The Lion, from the Bike Rides Basement Studio in Austin, Minnesota, our hometown. Hank, uh, that was quite the hour. Yes, that was. Lots of emotions there. Really, the song I think was was so powerful uh, the, uh, the, behind the album. It's you know it just I've never listened to it that way in that sequence before, and it was striking um, to think uh, fifty nine years ago. You know, that was 59 years ago on the 22nd. <laughs> yeah. Lots of twos in there. And, uh, yep. I wasn't quite born yet, but 
getting close. Yep. And little did we know in our swaddling little cradles the disaster <laughs> that had just occurred. Yep. You, you got to fight for democracy, I guess. And right now it's... We're trying to destroy it from the inside. Feels like it's been on the brink since about 2015. Of uh, Are we going to stick with democracy? Are we not? And uh, we seem to, as we did then, um, feel like the end of the world, as you mentioned, you know, they're talking about the Cuban Missile Crisis and such, and, you know. Yep, now we got and here we North are, Korea. 59 years later, and we, it didn't happen. You know, we, we, we aren't decimated, and the world didn't end, and uh, democracy held on, and I'm, I think it'll hold on again, Hank. I think we'll make it. There'll be uh, uh, some more hell to pay uh, before yeah. that happens. Yep, it's like, you know, the waves on the beach, they come in and go back out, so you take a step back. But Yep, you move, yeah, it moves a little bit more each time, but then it goes back again, and we're in the back step for the last four years. <laughs> this year, finally in a forward step, it seems like motion. Okay, we can put to rest the JFK second hour here, Hank, of uh, the Bike Rides Radio Show. Riders and listeners checking in with you here. Are you getting stiff and sore from the long ride, getting a little saddle sore? Might need to uh, actually, uh, might be looking like time maybe to get one of those turkey sandwiches out and and go ahead and, and add some carbs to the ride. And, um, <laughs> That's my favorite, though. Yeah. turkey sandwich and if the uh dark hour of um, the jfk there wasn't enough for you well we're gonna get a little dark again when we'll go dark blue in this hour and it was just a year ago uh, that we lost marconi milk toast and uh, mark halverson did some 30 years i think of uh, uh blues programming here on this station and um, really, Mark um, was one of the pillars in the community in, in the region uh, for blues music. And without Mark and his programming, um, the blues <laughs> might have just gone away, you know, completely. Uh, so we have a lot uh, to thank him for. And his personality was bigger than. <laughs> um, average you might say and mark was a, a very interesting character of a person i'll talk more about that in the special ahead that i did uh, a solo show last year uh, just after receiving the news of losing mark in a tragic motorcycle accident um, i think he drove a bmw motorcycle and one of my best friends is uh, brian carlin here um, so i talked him into selling him and his wife and i talked him into selling his bmw motorcycle this year as we're getting older and it's, there's been a lot of motorcycle accidents yeah, in minnesota in the last a lot year. Of, you know even traffic accidents in general and stuff is, yeah we're not paying attention i guess i think in covid they got lax on traffic tickets and everybody feels like yeah, they got yeah. the uh, it's open season on the road yeah. and, speeding this 
Yeah. There'll be some, you'll hear some tragic stories of accidents over the holidays. It always happens somewhere along the line. But Okay, we're bringing you down here on uh, Black Friday, <laughs> uh, as we always do. But uh, this is what you've tuned in for, is the Black Friday show. And uh, let's get to that program here, Hank. Uh, thanks so much for coming into studio today, Hank. Um, yeah, thanks, Dan. Yep. Riders and listeners. Yep. And we... Um, last couple of hours after this one i'll be going solo live here in the basement and that always gets kind of weird by the end it just gets so weird i don't even know but i'll just surround myself with my own personal library of music and and open up the uh board here and we'll see what ha- what comes of that i'll be listening but uh i don't know if i'll be in position to rescue you if you get in trouble here that's true yep well, I think you've given all you can today, Hank, uh, given your condition. Um, but uh, I'm still thinking that hopefully a ride's in our future here yeah. um, this weekend. So. I will save some energy for that, for sure. All right. Well, let's get on to this blues programming here. This will take us a little bit past, obviously. It's a full 59-minute show. It's going to sound like a whole different show starting completely because it was recorded a year ago. And when it's done, I'll come back and we'll do a station ID and then we'll just get really weird for the last couple hours. All right. Thanks, Hank, again. Um, We'll uh, talk to you a little bit later. Here's the blues programming for the next hour. Welcome to Bike Rides on the Radio. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm known to enjoy a good bike ride and some good music. Please join me and through the magic of radio and the power of imagination, we'll tie these two seemingly unrelated interests into one. Let the ride begin. Cold or hot and even the roads are wetter 
10 years of producing the Bike Rides radio show. Starting off most programs with some sort of bicycle riding song or a reference in there or along the way. And 10 years and it took that long to accidentally stumble across the bicycle blues right there. Carrie Lash, congratulations on your 35th view on YouTube of the Bicycle Blues. And there's two kinds of listeners in this world, I I believe. There are passive listeners and critical listeners. And if you're a critical listener, (laughs) you heard some amazing lyrics in that song. If you're a passive listener, you're in luck because I'm going to read you a paragraph. Well, I wanted to go out today, but my shorts were worn too thin. Anyone riding behind me tells me they can see my skin. And apparently seeing my crack isn't what they like. So nobody wants to ride with me. When I'm out there on my bike. That's just some of it. I want to pick it apart more, but there isn't time. Bicycle Blues. Tying together a show uh, like, well, it's like no other. I mean, as if it isn't complicated enough to have uh, a bike ride's slash radio show so it's bike riding and music you know as if that's not a hard enough equation to solve in an hour for you critical or passive listeners (laughs) but also I, I there was no way I could I don't even know how to express um the necessity of this week's show um, uh, as a therapeutic purging um, in honor of uh, the loss of a a legend here at KMSU um, in the Mankato area. Uh, And I'm speaking, of course, of Mark Halverson, uh, tragically... um, Last weekend was killed in a motorcycle crash. Um, I'm sorry if you hadn't heard that news yet, and this is the first time. It was a very big shock to myself when I heard it last weekend. And um, the reason it feels personal to me, not that Mark and I weren't buddies uh, like... We didn't hang out, really. There's a couple times we had uh, some meetings and such uh, with Gully and had the opportunity to speak with him one-on-one. He came down for a blues appreciation thing we had with the Jimmies here in Austin one time. Conversations, photo ops, stuff like that together. But I knew Mark a lot better than he knew me. And the reason is, is that phenomenon of radio where, as a listener, which I had been 
Uh, you know, I've doing, been doing bike rides for 10 years. Mark's been doing the blues show for 30. So for the last decade, um, maybe Mark's had the opportunity to get to know me and Hank and the bike rides show a little bit. I, I know he listened sometimes. But for the last 30 years, I've gotten to know Mark through the radio. So Mark's a radio friend to me. He's a, a voice. He's, he's beyond um, um, a, a, a DJ to me or, you know, uh, an announcer. He was a personality, a rich personality, a rebel, A um, flawed but um, but also uh, values a man of values and his values were considered quite liberal by many and uh, um and, and that's one reason I connected with him. Uh, Mark was uh, very expressive, both on and off the radio, of his opinions. And um, I think that uh, that isn't a flaw at all. I think speaking what you believe to be the truth is important. And it's more important now than ever. So not only did we lose one of the greatest uh, blues uh, DJs and, and um, voices for that genre, um, but we also lost a, a valuable member of the resistance and of uh, progressive change in Mark. Mark was part of demonstrations on campus in the 70s against the Vietnam War. Hey, it turns out the demonstrators were right. I'll be darned, right? I'll be darned. Protesters had it right that time, huh? Right. And then... Um, on the radio, Mark wasn't afraid to express himself either. And I find that rare because there's a price to be paid for a voice in your opinion uh, through a mass communication. We all know what that is with social media now, right? You get pounded on from all sides, and that's what you're exposing yourself to when you do that. And... Mark told the line for the cause. He wasn't afraid to. And I know there's a lot of people out there, including, um, you know, some of the other volunteers as well that have, you know, strong opinions the same way. Um, but I haven't, I probably haven't heard anyone express it like I did to the, the degree that Mark did. And, and I've, had, I've felt the need to toe the line a little bit too in the last four or five years. And we all know why that is. And a big change. 
suddenly politics wasn't politics anymore. It was about humanity. And it became necessary to, to try to counter all the angry and scared voices out there who don't understand um, um, that we don't need to be afraid of each other and that there isn't some kind of um, underground uh, animosity that's necessary or underskin animosity that's necessary between all of us. I didn't write anything down for what I was going to say about Mark um, because uh, that's, you know, I'll leave that to the free press or whatever, but um, when I'll tell you just a little bit more. When I started this program with KMSU and we began in the Riverland Community College studio the first year in 2011, um, you know, uh, I reached out quite a bit to... Um, other volunteers and uh, others associated with KMSU and you know got a lukewarm response from a lot of them I think think they felt some kind of threat from the studio in Austin or something uh, or they hated my show that that could very well be but I can't listen to the first four or five years myself anymore it was something different but um, but Mark um, immediately not only did he communicate with me and listen to the program uh, he invited me up to uh, host uh, uh, one of his programs with him blues before Monday the big show on Sunday night and I was taken aback by that I had you know because Mark was still up there on my radar as a radio hero that you know, it's like, wow, this guy's asking me, this guy that I've listened to for so long, and he's become a voice of comfort, like a lot of people, like like Paul Harvey, or, you know, just this um, bigger-than-life figure that sometimes you don't want to meet so that that bubble doesn't get broke for you. Uh, but that didn't happen in Mark's case, and w when he invited me up to the program, I really was raw. Um, at what I was doing, it, technology was ahead of me when it came to um, producing radio. My education in it was years and years ago, and Mark's was not <laughs> advanced any further than mine, certainly. But um, they did the show differently, um, and Gary was on as well that night. And they do it, I don't know if they still did it this way, but or if Mark still does it, had done it this way. But he would do something like where he would start recording the last hour of the program first. Uh, so you'd meet up there like four or five on a Sunday and you'd record that last hour first so that that's pre-recorded. And then you can then you can just digitally throw the songs in there. So you just record the conversation you throw the songs in there digitally. And that's done uh, at a rate uh, much faster than an hour. Um, to so to save time and then um, when it came time for the program to begin at whatever time it was I guess seven o'clock I'm just making up times I believe it's seven o'clock and then uh, so you'd open with the opening hour at seven having already recorded the closing hour and it just threw me off my game I, I was already mixed up and the CDs I had chosen um, 
uh, I didn't know much about. And I, I really wasn't sure how to conduct myself. Uh, in fact, I don't think Gary um, uh, cared much for my presence at all with them, <laughs> uh, judging from, uh, you know, the couple of words he did speak um, during the whole thing, and uh, to me, anyway, directly, and then, um, and since, actually. But um, Mark, um, for some reason, you know, um, had invited me up there, and I felt real awkward, to tell you the truth, and I hope to God there isn't a recording of that anywhere, because... I would not want to live up to or own um, that particular production. I appreciated Mark so much for that gesture, and from there on we were sort of uh, um, uh, rebel buddies, radio rebel buddies that uh, you know had this um, occasional um, communication, whether it be on social media or whatever, on the radio. Um, but, you know, we weren't. I'm, I, I'm not trying to claim uh, Mark Halverson was my best friend. But I respected the hell out of the man. And I, I was shocked to hear the news last weekend. In fact, it, it changed my week. And it probably changed a lot of people's as well. So that brings the, the importance of the show and the music we're about to hear um, and then to throw another twist into it, um, there's a day sponsor today, as you probably know. You've been listening all day to Neil Young being played. And I thought, okay, I want to do a blues, like, uh, honorary blues show for Mark. And also, I, you know, it's Steve Guzzi, whose programs I really like on KMSU. Um, uh He's the day sponsor on this, and I really wanted to appease him as well. I'm hope, hopeful he's listening. Um, but So I did a little research, and I'm looking for Neil Young Sings the Blues to tie everything together, right? And I'll be darned if I didn't come across some good stuff here. Um, I'm sure Steve and other hardcore fans are aware of um, the album... Uh, that Neil Young put out, um, oh, I don't know what the year was. It was in the 70s, and it was part of a trilogy, they call it. And the Ditch Trilogy is what they've referred to it as. And Neil, uh, the album's called uh, On the Beach. And this trilogy apparently was in reaction to uh, Neil Young's Harvest, which was one of his, you know, most commercially successful CDs, which apparently left a bad taste in Neil's mouth. Success <laughs> isn't uh, isn't exactly his angle, apparently, um, and he did not want to repeat Harvest. He, in fact, apparently began to loathe it just for that reason. And so he released the next three albums as an answer to that, as a balance toward to that. And that's what, you know, that's what I'm reading on Wikipedia. Who knows, you know, what Neil had in mind completely when he put this or any of those other albums out. I don't think he was thinking trilogy uh, at all. But he did, he did uh, from whatever, uh, there's multiple sources I can cite that say that, you know, this was a very true 
uh, introspective um, and blue period in Neil Young's life. Dark, dark content. Um, and <laughs> there's a... Uh, um, there's this, too, uh, off of Wikipedia. Throughout the recording of the album, Young and his colleagues consumed a homemade concoction dubbed Honey Slides, a goop of sautéed marijuana and honey that felt like heroin, among many other similar concoctions of drug and alcohol. So it's a tough album to get through for him for that reason, apparently, um, in the there's uh, some references to their primitive means of tuning their instruments and such and the sound is way different and i love it uh, it's just so different and um i'm hoping that this is something that maybe you didn't hear all day today or you heard some of but you're going to hear more now in honor of mark and this is uh um because there's some blues related songs on this album that uh, I think he would appreciate as well. Um, and we'll start off with those. We're going to see how far we can get. And the in this set, you'll hear the vampire blues, the revolution blues, and we'll begin with the ambulance blues. This one's for you, Mark. Scream at 
I'm such a heel for making her feel so bad. I guess I'll call it sickness gone. It's hard to say the meaning of this song. An ambulance can only go so fast. It's easy to get buried in the past. When you try to make a good thing last. T.O. 
keep and jive alive And out on the corner It's half past five But the subways are empty And so are the cafes Except for the farmer's market And I still can hear him say You're all just pissing Don't know it, but you are And there ain't nothing like a friend Who can tell you you're just pissing in the wind
sky about to rain Broken clouds and rain Locomotive pull a train Whistle blowing through my brain Signals curling on an open plane Rolling down the track again See the sky about to
Well, there you go, writers and listeners and blues fans and Neil Young fans. Y'all got a little something in that set. Ambulance Blues, Revolution Blues, Vampire Blues. And we had just enough time to tack on See the Sky About to Rain at the end. But we have to hurry because we have come to nearly the end of this special ride. If you're into the bike rides on the radio program, you can go to dansbikerides.com and check out past episodes. And also, Bike Rides is available by podcast. If you'd like to send an email to Bike Rides, you may email at bikerides.dan at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Now a couple more words on Marconi Milk Toast Boondog, Mark Halverson. As I mentioned early in the program in what I'd call the monologue phase, Marconi, uh, Mark, he he didn't hesitate to speak his mind, and uh, again, uh, to the masses. And um, these days, that's taking a big risk. Uh, and it's so much easier to just get in line, isn't it? As long as, uh, you know, it's if the cause isn't affecting you directly, just get in line and keep your mouth shut. That's the safe thing to do. You might lose some listeners if you speak up. You might lose some friends. If you speak up. But I'm sure Mark would want you to think. And I don't know why anyone wouldn't. Want to understand that silence is complacency. And when you don't speak up about what's happening in the world. You're accepting it. When you accept it. You're part of the problem. I think it's all it's time we all took a little cue from Mark and and stiffened our spines a little bit and spoke our minds a little more. Our freedoms and our rights can go away. And they were hard fought. They were hard fought by the men and women that we honored just yesterday on Veterans Day. They were hard fought by the protesters, by people like John Lewis and the Civil Rights Movement. Takes a lot of courage to get in trouble, good trouble. Necessary trouble. As Don McLean mentions at the beginning of this song, it's a long one, so light up. It was a warm, sunny November day, and one will never forget.
I can remember if I cried. I can remember that I cried. I can remember the day the blues, the day the blues just died. See you next week, folks. One o'clock. My bike rides on the radio show. Take you back about ten years ago when Buddy Holly died. He was my idol. He's the only idol I ever had. I'll start off with that. This is a rather long song, so you better light up. You heard the man. I can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside The day the music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry them good old boys are drinking whiskey and rye and singing this'll be the day that I die this'll be the day that I die did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above if the Bible tells you so do you believe in rock and roll can music save your mortal soul and can you teach me how to dance real slow well i know that you're in love with him i i saw you dancing in the gym you both kicked off your shoes man i dig those rhythm and blues i was a lonely teenage bronc and buck with a pink carnation and a pickup truck But I knew I was out of luck The day the music died I started singing bye-bye Miss American Pie I drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye And singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die Oh, for ten years we've been on our own And moss grows fat on a rolling stone But that's not how it used to be When the jester sang for the king and queen In a coat 
He borrowed from James Dean and a voice that he stole from you and me. Oh, and when he'd had enough of that, he pinched the queen and passed the hat. And while the king looked down, he walked off with his crown. And while Lenin read a book on Marx, a quartet practiced in the park. And we sang dirges in the dark the day the music died. We were singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye and singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Helter-skelter in the summer swelter The birds flew away with a fallout shelter Eight miles high and a falling fast It landed foul on the grass The players tried for a forward pass With the jester on the sidelines in a cast The halftime air was sweet perfume While the sergeants Played a marching tune, we all got up to dance But we never got the chance The players tried to take the field The marching band refused to yield Do you recall what was revealed the day The music died We were singing bye-bye American pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, This'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. There we were all in one place, a generation lost in space, with no time left to start again. So Jack, be nimble. Jack, be quick. Jack Flash sat on a candlestick Cause fire is the devil's only friend And as I watched him on the stage My hands were clenched in fists of rage No angel born in hell Could break that Satan spell And as the flames climbed high into the night To light the sacrificial rite Satan smiled with delight the day, the day the music died. I heard him singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Met a girl who sang the blues And I asked her for some happy news But she just smiled and turned away I went down to the sacred store Where I'd heard the music years before But the man there said the music wouldn't play And in the streets the children screamed The lovers cried and the poets dreamed But not a word was spoken the church bells all were broken And the three men I admire most The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost They caught the last train for the coast 
the day the music died and I heard him singing bye bye Miss American Pie drove my Chevy to the levee but the levee was dry them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye singing this'll be the day that I die thanks for riding along Austin Mankato and Mark Clarence Halverson You're listening to KMSU 89.7 FM, The Maverick, on the campus of Minnesota State University in Mankato, Minnesota, and 91.3 FM, KMSK, The Lion, from the Bike Rides Basement Studio in Austin, Minnesota, my hometown. third hour of bike rides on the radio's black friday special i'm dan and i'm known to enjoy a good bike ride and some good music please join me and through the magic of radio and the power of imagination we'll tie these two seemingly unrelated interests into one let the long ride begin or continue Get 
this through your head We're tough and we're Texan with necks good and red So at Kai-I-I-I-I-I You long hands are sure gonna die And the eagles still blue in the sky Hearts filled with national pride Then you came along with your drug crazy song God damn it, you're all gonna die Out there you sit there All our beer Oh, it's a made for us The workers who sweat Spit and swear The minds of our Daughters are Poisoned by you With your communistic Politics and never Negro blues Well, I'm gonna Quit talking and Take action now Run all of Off our lives Spending the summer time And that's you really high And it's You long hair The show gonna die Well, darn it. This is really weird. Here I am in my basement listening to music, something I do quite frequently. A few times a week I'm down here spinning records or CDs or doing something. And Today I'm doing it on the radio. That's a really strange thing. How are you doing, riders and listeners? Are you feeling strange, too? Well, if you're not, why don't you go ahead and just get yourself whatever it takes to get into that strange feeling on a beautiful November Friday afternoon uh, on the longest bike ride of the year. I'm in my happy place, surrounded by all sorts of different types of media and music being at the heart of it all. And a blank canvas staring me down 
for the next, well, well we've got a, a, a couple of hours uh, minus 15 minutes here to go. So uh, we, have, we have some time in front of us, and I don't know where it goes from song to song from this point. There has been no execution of uh, said plan <laughs> uh, for any of it other than to, you know, just keep it rolling. Uh, if you need to stretch a little bit, maybe you need to grab uh, a little carb snack out of the leftovers from the big day yesterday. Might be a good time to do that. We're breathing a little bit. Um, if, in case you just joined us, um, we've been on the, on the ride since uh, 10 a.m. and we'll be rolling until... Three, um, maybe, maybe I'll just roll past that. You never know because you sort of feel you get power hungry. You sort of get this power drunk, maybe. When you're live on the radio, it's sort of like, well, I could, I can control it. Maybe I'll just continue. But I'm sure um, technology would take over and win as it always does, and regular programming would return. And not only that. But following my program today, um, uh, Joe with the way out, uh, that's cool. That's a, um, this is we don't get the often often backed up right door to door here. Um, we, there's generally a program between us on Fridays, but I'll be running right up until that three o'clock hour and handing it over to Joe. And I'm looking forward to. His program, sometimes it's kind of seamless with the music, anyway, between the programs. So stick around for that. If you, um, if you just like, well, at that point, you know, if I haven't, if you haven't gone out to the stores yet, or you aren't, you're not going to participate. It's over, right? Isn't it at this time of day that Black Friday stuff, whatever? I don't know what's left of that phenomenon, but um, I just know uh, for the last 10 years I haven't been part of it because I've been doing this uh, extra long bike ride uh, at the Black Friday slot um, since the inception of the bike ride show, I believe. Where should we turn from here? Uh, you know, it's kind of, it, it's, it's hard because Hank's been in the studio for uh, three hours here with me or two and a half hanging out and helping you know and now it's all on me and uh that inspired maybe the next song you know queen's got a new song out featuring freddie mercury uh, apparently this is something that they archived and uh somehow i don't know somebody found it cleaning up the old storeroom or something and blew dust off of it and uh it's a really good song and they released it so it's new queen and uh, inspired by the fact that I am now alone in the studio for the next couple of hours in this ride, here is uh, Face It Alone. was awkward. 
When something so near and dear to life explodes in sight, you feel your soul is set on fire. When something so deep and so far and wide falls down beside you, cries can be heard so loud and clear. Your life is your own. You're in charge of yourself, master of your.
safe to stay here. Your father's gonna pick up our trail for a while. The lock Anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? Got a bag, got a toothbrush and a comb in But I'm a good dog, they sometimes throw me and blow me I got elastic bands keeping my shoes on Got those swollen hand blues I got 13 channels of shit on the TV Bless you. Choose from. I got electric light. I got second sight. Got amazing powers of observation. That is how I know. 
telephone to you There'll be nobody home
kind of went all psychedelia on you. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Autoplay YouTube. Dang, autoplay. I hate autoplay. How you doing, riders and listeners? Whoa, huh? That uh, set of music right there was um, kind of all tied together in some way, I think. Uh, started with Queen, Face It Alone, inspired by the fact that I'm alone in the studio now. Uh, Hank has gone, and I'm solo riding the rest of the way until 3 o'clock. And uh, Face It Alone inspired, is there anybody out there wondering... Is there anybody listening? And that was uh, Pink Floyd. And we let it roll right through to the next song on the same album, The Wall, with Nobody Home. And Nobody Home. Nobody Home inspired the song that I accidentally just started again and played completely. (laughs) Uh, After that was The Birds, Welcome Back Home. So yeah, somehow that all tied together a little bit. I don't know if the rest of the show will be that tidy or that actually kind of unkept here now, isn't it? I'm looking around, I'm like, I don't know, there's media everywhere, and I'm not sure which one to turn to next. Um, But uh, I don't think there's a a loser in the bunch. As we are approaching here, um, the last leg of the second to last hour of the longest ride of the year. And I was looking through just weird options here i just wanted to do something different and there's a folder on my computer from 2020 titled best of covid (laughs) which is an oxymoron if i've ever heard one but the content of it are songs that um i was playing i was doing live radio shows during uh, the shutdown i was still accessing the studio at riverland and doing live shows on Fridays because I wasn't working uh, at the school at the time we we were on distance learning. Ooh, I, that just hearing that term makes me quiver. And uh, so I was doing live stuff, and I started this file of music just to to dump on those live shows. You know, just stuff I'd heard. Or, and it, within it, I was looking at it. There was some songs that never really made it to air during that period of time. Um, there was a whole bunch that were played. Um, and there's one in here in the unplayed section that I forgot to title. It's something I recorded. And you know how the computer defaults when you save something but don't name it? It's titled, well, it's <laughs> it's titled Untitled 2. Uh, so that's what it is. Should we check it out and see? I don't know. I'm taking a chance. Whatever it is. We're going to live with it for three minutes and three seconds. (laughs) 
of Untitled. And direction after that, Unknown. Well, they sound happy. See the fruit they rise 
hydrate. Listen to all your inner voices.
had me a girl in L.A. I knew she could not stay. Had me a girl in San Diego. One day she just had to go. And then I had me a girl in Tallahassee. Boy, what a foxy lassie. Doctor says I'll be alright, but I'm feeling blue. And my doctor says I'll be alright. Doctor says I'll be alright. Doctor says I'll be alright, but I'm feeling Doctor says I'll be alright, but I'm feeling blue. And then I had me a girl in Mississippi. Oh, she sure was kippy. Had me a girl from England. She done split for the mainland. And then I had me a girl from New York. Up and pulled my cork, and my doctor says I'll be alright, but I'm feeling blue. And my doctor says I'll be alright. The doctor says I'll be alright. The doctor says I'll be alright, but I'm feeling blue. Doctor says I'll be all right, but I'm feeling blue. Then I had me a girl from North Dakota. She was just filling her quota. Then I had me a girl from Chula Vista. I was in love with a sister. Then I had me a girl from. Doctor says I'll be all right, but I'm feeling blue. And my doctor says I'll be all right. Doctor says I'll be all right. Doctor says I'll be all right, but I'm feeling blue. And my doctor says I'll be all right. Doctor says I'll be all right. Well, my doctor said I'll be all right, but I'm feeling blue. Then I had me a girl from France, just wanted to get in her pants. Then I had me a girl from Toledo. Boy, she sure was neato. Had me a girl from North Carolina. She's still on my mind, and my 
doctor says I'll be alright But I'm feeling blue And my doctor says I'll be alright The doctor says I'll be alright Well, the doctor says I'll be alright But I'm feeling blue And my doctor says I'll be alright with a pool cue <laughs> there you go some off the top stuff right there right right off the cuff uh top of the hour oh you know what that means i gotta tell you you're listening to the maverick kmsu mankato 89.7 fm in beautiful mankato minnesota located at the campus of Minnesota State University and 91.3 FM the lion located in Austin Minnesota wonderful Austin Minnesota and broadcasting from the basement of my homestead how's it going out there hey Do I need to go back to the Pink Floyd? Is there anybody out there? What are we going to do for this last hour besides get goofy as heck? Huh? What do you want to do? Let's have some input from you. Some, send some, some sort of telepathic vibes my way. Tell me which way direction you want this ride to go. I think what we'll do uh, to start things off for no particular other reason, we'll send it up St. Peter's Way. Off a tumbleweed connection, here's Elton John. Where to now? St. Peter. Still kind of learning the new turntable. I took myself a blue, blue canoe. 
crackles, hisses, snaps, and all. A young man from a small town with a very large imagination Lay alone in his room with his radio on Looking for another station When the static from the mouthpiece Gave away to the sound below James Dean went out to Hollywood And put his picture in a picture show James Dean went out to Hollywood And put his picture in a picture show And it's, oh, daddy, get off of your knees Mama, why'd you have to go? Darling Jim is out on a limb. Put my picture in a picture show. Oh, oh, my picture in a picture show. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Wilbur and Orville Wright. John Garfield in the afternoon. Montgomery Cliff tonight. And when the static that hit the mouthpiece, it gave way to the sound below. James Dean went out to Hollywood. Put his picture in a picture show. So, Daddy, get off of your knees Mama, why'd you have to go? Your darling Jim is out on a limb Put my picture in a picture show Whoa, my picture in a picture show
oh for gosh sakes you know i i played the a, a track i didn't intend to on that one not my i don't not bad but uh wages of sin there from bruce springsteen was supposed to be bishop danced maybe we'll try to get that that one a little bit later um struggling here on a technical level because my mind's in the music folks each and every song i'm i'm right there with you live live today on the bike rides radio show and we have um some real estate left and that's kind of fun isn't it to have a big long black friday bike ride for a change we're kind of carving the way here up to Joe Tugas with uh, uh, the way out at 3 o'clock. And I realized also the during the last break I never even <laughs> recapped any of the songs we'd played before that. So we're going to do a real quick recap of songs in the last two sets before we move forward. Um, it started with the Bee Gees in Massachusetts there. And David Gray with Lately after that. And then I thought, well, let's throw in another David Gray. And that was Hospital Food. And that inspired Madison Cunningham with the track Hospital. And Hospital inspired Tom Waits with Had Me a Girl. Slash, doctor says I'll be all right. Then I said some stuff, but I never said anything about those songs. But I did tell you that. We began the last set with Where to Now St. Peter. And uh, we continued it with John Prine Picture Show. And uh, we took an unfortunate uh, uh, wrong turn on the ride there with the Springsteen's Wages of Sin. And I will try to make corrections <laughs> going forward, at least up until 3 o'clock from there. I don't know. I'll let the world fall apart. Um, whoa, whoa, there's some, don't worry, some noises coming out of the wires right there. Nothing to worry about. Have had the furnace off in the house since uh, 10 this morning when we started the ride. So, because that, that thing blows up down here pretty loud, and uh, I spared you that. So, hopefully, I remember to turn it back on, but I'm sure the uh, Fahrenheit scale will sooner or later catch up with me either way. You know, uh, I mentioned Joe's coming up at 3, and I know I happen to know he's a Springsteen fan too. And that was one of the reasons I was going to play that one. So I've got another one on deck, uh, completely different from that. I know he likes this CD, too. I've heard him play off of it before. Um, not sure if he's ever played this one off of Devils and Dust, but uh, uh, he inspired this one, and uh, I thought, why not, right? Here's all I'm thinking about.
Blind man waving by the side of the road In a flatbed Ford County heavy load Sweet things sipping on a blueberry wine On a flat black coming down a Caroline Blackbirds slipping in the sky Thank you.
should dance with a thumbscrew woman Did a double quick backflip and slid across the floor The Catholic traffic flowed freely across the river And fiddlestick, fiddle quick out the front door All right. Oh baby dumpling, mama's in the back tree If the bow breaks, mama might fall Little sad and only, baby don't be lonely Mama knows arithmetic knows how to take a fall. Mama knows arithmetic knows how to take a fall. And the kids are crying, but up Jack's making factory in the morning. Little Jack, grab your hat, hear the breakfast call. Muskrat, batter cat, kick them in the fireplace. There's someone in the kitchen blowing Dinah on their horn. There's someone in the Dinah like they're born Well, Maverick, Daddy got a one-night bride She glides like a monkey mule Kicking on a backslide Over hill, over hill Daddy, don't you spill now Papa got a switch stick He's pumping little Bill Papa got a switch stick He's pumping little Bill Dreams now with fire on their fingertips and engine screams. Fire on their fingertips and feathers made of moonbeams. Get by
have mercy. Thank you. Gonna bring up the band. I don't bring up the band here. We don't have time for that, boss. Uh, sorry. Bruce Springsteen, as promised, I've reloaded Bishop Danced for you. Then, well, maybe there's a Bruce Springsteen you've never heard. I think it's one of the best deep Springsteen tracks. I don't know what it means. I looked it up many times. I think I did a whole show on it practically once. <laughs> and uh, it's got just a lot of random lyrics to it. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, the human thesaurus. Uh, nice set of music. Um, before that one, of course, was all I'm thinking about off of Devils and Dust. And um, probably, probably time to turn the corner away from the boss and we'll see what um, transpires next for what is about the last half hour of the five hour marathon ride and uh, it's, the studio's getting all sloppy I got CD cases and stuff spilled open kind of trying to follow the groove you know what I mean and albums laying out everywhere and um, computers are 17 tabs open yeah you just forget about it and push play on something and <laughs> kind of let it go from there right bike ride should be simple and i know tonight we'll be taking a simple one um hank mentioned that he thought he was probably healthy enough to get back on the horse and we're gonna head out to the park and you know i'm been holding on to a lot of fireworks because it's been the massive drought but right now it's damp it's wet out the snow just uh melted off of what we have so i think tonight would be a good night to uh burn off some of the inventory before expiration dates on that uh, stuff uh, come to fruition so could be blowing up the skies tonight watch for that north of town um, probably not going to be getting back home until around that midnight hour. And that thought inspired the next song from my latest crush. Uh, musically and, I guess, humanly, <laughs> in Allison Russell. Here's Night Flyer. between every note the swallow sings I'm 
Here's one for you. It's like some movie intro here. Bonjour, mon vieux. Wrong song. We ain't going with that. No, no. We ain't doing that. We're going to get this one straight. All right. See if this one's the right one. <laughs> I'm so mad at YouTube. Where's um Mark Ronson? Tell you what, we'll go to Joe South first. Here's one for you, Joe Tugas. I'm still with you, folks. I'm sorry. Maybe Joe could just take over early up there in Mankato. I don't know if he's doing it live or what. I'm just kidding. No, I don't need you to do that. But, all right, I will get a song on here. Here's Joe South. Talking about you and me and the game people 
enough to you Singing glory hallelujah <laughs> And they try to sock it to you In the name of the Lord They're gonna teach you how to meditate Read your horoscope, cheat your faith For the most to hell with hate Come on, get on Tell me what you see What's happening to you and me God grant me the serenity To just remember who I am Cause you're giving up your sanity For your pride and your vanity Turn your back on humanity Oh, and you don't give a I keep on talking about you playing games here at the KMSK studio uh, riders and listeners as we head right into the end of this year's Black Friday and longest ride of the year I'd say it's uh, quite apparent that uh, I could use a break from the radio and uh, I know I hear some pumpkin pie and some stuffing and some other fixins calling my name from the refrigerator upstairs. So I'll gravitate that way uh, shortly here. I'm still going to try to get this song on <laughs> that I wanted to. Hank's going to kill me. He doesn't. But uh, it's the bike song. And this might be a live version of it. I don't know. I've had trouble with... Uh, oh, here. I think this one might be it. We're going to give this one a shot. There we go. All right, riders and listeners. Thanks for sticking around and putting up with my shenanigans. It's all yours, Joe. We'll see you next week, folks. One o'clock on a bike rides on the radio show.
Thanks for riding along, Austin Mankato. Da, 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 da. It's a jungle out there. 